Creating business isn't about doing hashtag all the things. It's about doing the right thing at the right time to create systems for success. Welcome to the Master the Sales Game podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing specific strategies, tactics, and practical know-how from myself and other successful business owners, helping you grow and scale your business. I'm your host, Susan McVeigh, helping you master the sales game and sell with more ease without the sleaze. I'm excited to have you here. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now, let's get started. Hey, you're back for another episode. I'm really excited about this one because I'm going to pull back the curtains a little bit and let you in on how I started in sales, really, even before I realized that I was in sales, because the one thing, the one characteristic that I have noticed between all of my top high-performing salespeople that I have had the pleasure of being able to work with, train, and coach to multi-million dollar sales results through my career all had this one very specific characteristic in common that I have overlooked. I overlooked when I was uh, younger and when I was running away from sales. So if you think that you need to completely change who you are in order to be great at selling, I have a secret for you in today's episode. And it's exactly what I just shared with you around the fact that the very best long-term high-performing sales reps that I had um, the ability to be able to coach and train had this this characteristic and they were consistent with it. It wasn't just like a one-trick pony. And so you don't need to be extroverted. You don't need to be outgoing. You don't even need to be particularly charming. I certainly am not. I don't even think I'm that funny. So if you want to know, I want you to stay tuned for today's episode. So what the heck am I talking about? Um, if you're curious at all, <laughs> I uh, I hope this isn't uh, going to feel like a wah wah. Instead, I hope that you're going to feel like, oh my goodness, like really? That is the thing that makes a difference? Because too often, what I find is that when I've worked with so let's let's start on the flip side, right? When I've worked with high-performing salespeople who are great at what they do, but they're not consistent. They don't deliver a consistent outcome over and over and over again in terms of the results that they have. They go up and then they go down and they go up and then they go down. And so what, what makes the difference between somebody who is more even and somebody who has those that drastic up and down? And when I reviewed and looked at all of the people that I've uh, worked with, all of the people that have gotten great results and the ones that were just a little bit better, like they had that indescribable something. And it came down to this main thing, which was customer service. Now, I know you're probably sitting there thinking, well, that seems so simple. But here's the thing. People don't do simple. We like to overcomplicate things. And if you think back to some of the most uh, you know, recent interactions that you may have had in your purchasing um, interactions, right? Like if you've had to go into a store recently to buy anything of any kind or where you've received any type of service, do they stand out in your mind at all? And I'm going to guarantee you that the ones that do stand out, it's either because of one of two things. Number one, you got terrible service. Like they frustrated you. They upset you. They just weren't listening. It didn't feel like they were respecting your wishes or that you were being treated as a genuine human being. And on the flip side, so that's number one, right? Like when we all know 
when we get pissed off and we get upset and we have those types of situations, we tell everyone, right? Because you're frustrated and you want to, you want to share the, you kind of want to share. <laughs> I know it's not, it's not the best kind of sharing, but I know for me, it allows you to get it off your shoulders too. But that's the reason why when you have a negative experience as a customer and as a business owner, when you have a customer who's had a negative experience, it's really important that you have some solid policies in place to be able to address that, to fix it, and potentially uh, keep that customer for life. Because I'm going to tell you that is a moment of truth. And if you're able to turn around, that person can become a loyal, raving fan, an ambassador for your business instead of somebody who's going around bad-mouthing you. On the flip side, so again, we've had bad situations, right? We're going to go and complain. On the flip side, and these don't happen as commonly as the bad occurrences for whatever reason. And so when we experience great customer service, when we have been wowed, when people have gone above and beyond to really help to impact our day, our lives, our businesses, whatever is the area that we need that little bit of a pick-me-up for, it goes a long way, doesn't it? So I want you to think back to uh, maybe the last time that somebody went out of their way to do something and you it was a pleasant surprise. And how did that make you feel? Because I'm going to tell you that every time that this has happened to me and every time that I try to do this, I want people to be delighted. I want there to be a moment of wow and surprise and even just like where it brings a, a smile to your face or a, a giggle, <laughs> right? <laughs> because isn't it nice when you get even a handwritten note in the mail or uh, an unexpected phone call, or for those <laughs> those of you that are really, really introverted, maybe the phone call is a little too much and <laughs> you'd prefer people to send you an email or a text, something that's a little bit more personalized, but still at a bit of an arm's length distance. I totally understand. And so when you think about these situations where you have had an opportunity to be delighted as a customer, where people have gone out of their way to really make a difference, I know that it can be as simple as uh, giving you um, an added coupon or a special gift when you're buying something to say thank you. The way that your, your parcels are wrapped when you're receiving a package from a business that you've decided to do uh, business with, right? And so when you think about these opportunities that we all have in front of us to really be able to charm, to delight, to create an experience for our customers and for people who are going to become our customers, it really doesn't take that much. And yet, it's not very common. It's not very common. And this is why the 1% really become the 1% because they're willing to do the uncommon things commonly well or really, really well. And they're consistent about it. And so when I think back to myself and the fact that I desperately, desperately tried to avoid sales for as long as I possibly could, I realized that when I was a little kid, uh, working alongside my parents in their grocery store, one of the things that my parents did 
really well was to provide excellent customer service. It was the little things. They remembered their customers' names. They remembered the things that they bought over and over again so that as soon as the person walked through the door, they already had it ready sitting on the counter. They would go out of their way to educate and provide additional service if somebody came into the store and they weren't as able-bodied, right? So we had a lot of elderly clients who would come in and would need a little bit of assistance. Uh, They never asked for it, but we went and volunteered. We would carry their baskets. We would help them shop. We would make sure that their groceries that they were picking out were the best quality and not the ones that were all bumped and bruised. And being able to educate people and be honest with them and provide them with that extra layer of care and service meant that for a really small, I mean, it was a literally a mom and pop shop run, a grocery store, uh, that we had a very, very loyal customer base. My parents didn't make a ton of money, but they definitely made more than you would expect, especially for that time of, of year or that, you know, that age when I grew up. And so when I think back to what I was taught and how I learned and the fact that for me, selling is serving and why it's of no coincidence that the best people that I ever worked with and that I continue to work with, even for my clients are the ones that continually look for ways to keep serving, to Uh, delight, to go above and beyond, to go that extra mile, to really take time to listen, to engage, to educate, to be personable, to build those relationships. Because I'm going to tell you, as soon as somebody feels like they are simply a walking dollar sign and that you are looking at them for what you can gain as opposed to what you can give, they stop wanting to deal with you as a business owner. And that is the most hurtful for all of us because they stop talking about you. They stop recommending you. They stop uh, frequenting your place of business, whether that's online or offline. And as a result, you start to lose not just that person's business, but the opportunity to work with all of the other people that they could potentially uh, talk about you to. And so I wanted to share today in this really short episode about the overlooked characteristic that I think uh, I think is underrated. I think we can't overestimate enough, especially nowadays, how much that personalized customer service can go in terms of connecting deeply with your audience and connecting deeply with those that you actually want to work with as paying customers, regardless of what price point that they're working with you at. And I think if you are able to lead with grace and with humility and making sure that everybody feels that they are respected and honored and that they are listened to and that they're being understood as much as you possibly can, that even if people choose not to work with you, that you don't make them feel like they're less than as a result of making that choice because you never know who they know. You never know if they may come around a year or two years or even, you know, longer than that. They may have a change in circumstance and they may decide that, hey, the way that you made me feel way back when just simply wasn't good enough. And when the time comes that they actually need you and your services, they're now going to be looking at a different provider. I would hate that for you just simply because you weren't as kind or considerate or that you didn't serve them as well as you possibly could have. And so today, what I want you to think about is 
How can you go above and beyond consistently in your business? This is not, again, about creating a huge make work project and having you go and kill yourself to try and service your clients. I want you to think about what's one, two, three things at the very max, but really I'd rather that you pick one thing and be very consistent at it. So for me, when I first started my online business, I decided that I would, uh, I wanted feedback. I wanted to continually improve myself in the way that I was going to be able to serve my clients, my potential clients, and the people that I was spending time with. And so anytime that somebody booked a call with me, whether that was free or paid, I automated this. So again, it didn't have to be really cumbersome and it didn't have to be manual uh, where I was doing all of the heavy lifting inside of my preferred calendar system, which I still use today, which is Acuity. So I'll, I'll put the link below so that you can uh, grab that and, and take a look at uh, all the different features that Acuity has. But one of the things that I loved is that it allows you to do automated follow-ups. And so I easily set up a follow-up email just saying, hey, I loved being able to connect with you and chat. If there's anything that you, I can ever do for you, please let me know. And if you have some feedback for me in terms of how I could improve this process to better serve you, I would love to hear from you. Please feel free to hit reply and let me know. And did I get a, a reply every single time? No, I didn't. But it was a commitment that I made to myself that I wanted to go above and beyond to let people know that I'm here to serve you and that I wanted to improve and get better. And I wanted to make sure that there was an open line of communication so that people felt comfortable giving me feedback, giving me suggestions, knowing that I was just there for them. And, and I think for me, it went a long way towards making sure that people felt like I was paying attention, that I really truly cared, and that I was noticing how I could do things better uh, and be more personal, but ultimately listen to their concerns and listen to what they had in terms of their suggestions for improvements. And as a result, it helped me build my online business with no audience, with no connections. I mean, heck, I didn't know anybody um, to six figures in sales results within a six month period. So I will link that up below for you in the show notes so that you can grab my free gift so you can walk through the exact blueprint of, of what I did in order to be able to start this business. But um, I wanted to be able to share this with you today in case you're feeling like, oh my gosh, I have to change who I am and what I do and really everything about me. And I'm going to tell you, if you are a human who cares, if you are coming from your heart, if you want to do good in this world and you have a mission and a purpose to serve other people, I'm going to encourage you to keep focusing on that and think about one consistent way that you're going to be able to go above and beyond for your clients and your potential clients so that they truly know that you're there for them and so that you can wow them with the experience that you're creating. So pick one thing, friend, one thing that you can implement. And I want to encourage you to go ahead and do that today. Now, if you do that, I want to give you a shout out on my very next podcast episode. Um, go ahead and tag me on Instagrams 
at Susan McVeigh. My last name is M-C-V-E-A. I know it's a tricky one. Um, And let me know what you decided, because I would love to give you a shout out on uh, not only on social media, but also on the podcast, because I am all about taking action. And I want to be able to uh, give you a virtual high five and reward you for taking the time to actually put something in place that's going to not only help you be more consistent in following through, serving your clients, and loving up on the people that you're here to help, but also to make sure that you're doing the things that they're going to actually move the needle forward in your business and be persistent and consistent in your application of that. So there's a bunch of resources that are going to be below for you today. So my six-figure blueprint so that you can follow the exact blueprint of what I did in my business. If you're curious and trying to still achieve your first six figures in your business, if you're interested in figuring out how to use Acuity, the link will be below as well. And if you are struggling with um, objections, because I've been getting a lot of message from folks who are asking me, what do I do right now? I'm getting people who can't afford my services. How do I know if that's real or not real? What do I need to say? So if you're struggling with, I can't afford it. And hearing that when you're having conversations with your potential customers and you are doing your utmost to serve them as best as you can, grab my free gift below. It'll be in the show notes so that you can go ahead and get my three strategies for turning I can't afford it into sign me up. I can't wait to celebrate your successes and hear about you on my very next show. Thanks so much. And we'll talk to you soon. Hey, after this episode, are you thinking what I'm thinking, which is how in the heck do I create my irresistible offer? How do I make sure that what I'm creating, what I'm asking people to work with me on is actually uh, helping them, but more importantly, that is making them go, I want that. Like I want in, where do I sign up? How do I work with you? Give me more details so that you never have to feel like you're having to convince or push somebody or send out like a million cold DMs to folks who simply aren't interested Have you ever had that happen? So if that sounds like something that you know that you need, right? Like if you know that you need to dive in deeper around creating that irresistible offer, if you know that you need some help around really dialing in your messaging and how to get buyers for your programs before you've even created them so that they could be sold out and you knew with certainty and with confidence that people were excited for what it was that you were about to put out there in the world, I want to invite you to come and join me for my upcoming program, Sold Out Success. Uh, We are just in the stages of starting to create this based on popular demand and request from our clients. So you will be the first to know as soon as I have more details, as soon as I put together any training or information, you will be jumped to the front of the line, the VIP list. Come ahead and grab your spot, my friend, and join us on the wait list. I can't wait to see your name on there. And uh, yeah, let, let's, let's get this going.